0: Hey guys, I got great news for you if you like fantasy sports like I like fantasy sports. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top-tier athletes. Instead of the traditional salary cap format, you build your lineup around a list of prop bets. For each contest, you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets plus two in case of emergency picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop bet has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that point value if that prop is correct. So, for example, will Steph Curry score over or under 25 points? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team score around the amount of correct props you select. Guys, do me a favor, enter promo code LAKERS upon sign-up, to have your first deposit match $10 instantly, but it's a minimum $10 deposit. And you can find this on any of the app stores under Thrive Fantasy.
1: How y'all gonna lose Kobe for LeBron? What? what? God, a and Lonzo Ball? Nah, 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 nah. Step your game up, buddy. Please. Welcome to the Lakers Unfiltered. Right. 24 Black Mamba, yeah, you know that we kill them. Okay. Any team stepping up, yeah, you know that we drill them. Roger, right. Josh, Jason, really wanna know your opinion. Okay. Uh, welcome to the Lakers Unfiltered. That's right. Welcome to the Lakers Unfiltered. Please don't come with that nonsense unless you talk talking that realness. Right. And if you come with that bull, we let the world hear it. Right. Welcome to the Lakers Unfiltered. Right. Welcome to the Lakers Unfiltered. Okay. We really wanna know your opinion. Okay. We really wanna know your opinion, Welcome to the Lakers of Right Welcome to the Lakers right. of That's right We really wanna know your opinion Right We really wanna know your opinion, uh uh-huh. Please don't come with that nonsense Please Talk realness For real Don't talk none of that stuff that they talk about on Sports Center. None of that Seriously Talk that realness For real Please Gonna let the world hear it. Uh.
2: What's going on, Laker Nation? We're here with Lakers Unfiltered. It's our 10th freaking episode. I'm not gonna cuss too much in the beginning, but I'm excited. It's our number 10 episode. So, guys, we got a whole bunch to talk about tonight. Not much really going on in Lakerland, but we're going to give it a go. Give you guys what we've been thinking about. Josh, Jason, you guys ready for this? It's number 10.
3: Let's do it. Do you know what today is? It's our (laughs) anniversary. (laughs) Let's get this shit. All right.
4: A little Tony 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 to bring it in. Oh, yeah. You can't go wrong with that.
2: All right. (laughs) So we got a lot of news coming on. Again, not stuff that like, I keep saying I'm too interested about, but everybody else wants to talk about it. Let's talk about Monty Williams. Do we miss out on Monty Williams, or is this kind of a good thing? Josh, what do you think?
3: It depends on whose perspective you want. Um, I want your I, perspective. <laughs> my perspective? I believe that we missed out on him. Um, just because yes! cause we had... He, he brings a different connection, you know? He brings that connection, AD, KD. He brings that after LeBron, po- post-LeBron connection, you know what I'm saying? Because um, everyone knows unless Tyron Lue is simply amazing and does, like, some really great stuff with the next couple years, if that's who we choose to sign, which it seems like we are, he's gone when LeBron's gone. So it's like, why do we just keep hiring coaches that we're just gonna keep turning over? You know, I would have rather went with a coach that we that was gonna be more sturdy, um, and bring a di- bring a different style. Like we've been saying, man, we have to break away. We gotta break away from this whole Laker. Like I was once a Laker, you know. We gotta break away from this like family thing because it's not getting us anywhere anymore. Um, and you know, the NBA is forever changing. And it's like the thing about it is, is like. If Ty Lue is such a good coach, why is he? How come he's not even on nobody's bench as an assistant? You know what I'm saying? And that's my biggest thing is, like, all these names get put out there. And it's like, if they're such good coaches, like, or, you know, they have a lot to offer, then how come they're not actively in the NBA right now? How can we have to ask a team to go interview this coach? Why can we just interview him? Because he was just chilling at home. Like, that's the biggest thing to me. There's a reason that they're not in positions. You know, and it's like, why do we keep going? Like, we're the Lakers organization. We're one of the top franchises ever. But it's like, we keep going to the bottom of the barrel for these people. And it's like, you know, I don't know. It just, it gets frustrating sometimes because it's like, I don't want Tyronn Lue. I understand what they're doing. They're going to make LeBron as comfortable as possible, as comfortable as it can be for the next three years. But is that the direction that we really want to head in? Because what are we going to do post lebron
2: well, here let me let me play devil's advocate on this because I've been going back and forth, and again, I could really care less about the head coach because again, I'm gonna keep saying that all I want is a president, whatever, whatever, whatever. But with that said, okay, let me let me look at it like this: the next the next head coach that comes into our organization, given the front office dysfunction that is perceived to be talked about, you know, and all this stuff about how we have a list of organization right now. Um, let me say this Monty Williams stepping into the Lakers right now with not having any ties coming in, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, I was reading some reports that, you know, the reason why he signed where he signed was because again, you know, the organization, the power struggle, who's in control, you know what I'm saying? So again, you, you try to go after a, a decent head coach with our famed organization in quotation marks, because right now, I mean, we, we haven't done anything in a while. We, we look kind of bad. Um, Who's gonna? Who are we really going to get? So, yeah, okay, we're stuck with Ty Lue. All right, cool, we get Ty Lue. You know, we have him for the next three years. Whose decision is that? Well, you know, Kurt Rambis, Jeannie Buss, Linda Rambis. I don't know, one of them, Rob because One of their decisions, you know, is getting the people where they're at, you know, and call it, you know, I really want to make a championship here because I played here and I want to coach a championship team with Ty Lue. That's a good selling point. It's really emotional. I mean, I really – into that emotionally but I mean is it the best basketball decision I mean hence the reason why we don't you know have Jerry West running our team I mean what do you think Jay?
4: honestly I think we dodged the bullets okay let's let's look at Monty Williams track record as a coach he got the Pelicans to the first round besides that he has never really done anything you know I know that he's taken some time off he's an assistant here he's an assistant there he's bounced around the only reason that Ty is not on someone's bench right now is because he wants to be a head coach, not an assistant coach.
3: Okay, who's moving around? Oh, what'd you say, Roger? Oh yes. here. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Did we lose Dick? No, I'm here. Oh okay. I'm here.
4: So so like I was saying, you now we dodged a bullet. He hasn't really done anything as a coach. The, the only reason that he was even considered is maybe because he had the ties to AD, but we don't have AD. So those ties are really pointless. Now, the whole time that we had Kobe, everyone was complaining about that we never asked him for who the coach is. We don't, we don't ask him who he wants to play with. None of that stuff. So now that we're actually doing it with LeBron James, everyone's all up in arms about it.
2: Very true. Very true. I mean, I can't,
4: I can't, argue, I can't argue
2: that point. You know, I mean, he is our franchise player, and we should be, you know, with him as far as what' we're gonna what we're gonna do for franchise. Decisions. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that's what you do, but. Yeah, I mean, and also Tyron Lue before in the beginning. Let's talk about this as well. Let's stay on the subject. I was about to jump on it something else. You know, Tyron Lue talked about, you know, when he – when he if he was to get the Lakers, uh, you know, head coach position, that he was going to bring in somebody like a Tom Thibodeau, you know, as an assistant coach. You know, and obviously that's
4: not going to happen. Thibodeau's out. No, I think they're talking about Frank Vogel now, who's also a really good defensive coach. Former Indiana Pacers head coach, really good on defense. Knows what he's doing on that side of the ball.
3: Yeah, Frank Vogel. I'm good
4: with if you. he was
3: that good of a if if he was that good of a coach, he'd be somebody's head coach. <laughs> like, this is my thing. Is like, I, I don't know, man. I think Monty Williams. Like, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, Jay, but I'm also at the point where you've got to shake it up, man. You've got to have some new faces, like you have to like these same faces, like it's not, it's not doing anything, you know? And it's like, you want to bring everybody back that has been a former Laker and ask them, you know, to do something, but obviously this isn't working out for us. So I think a fresh new face is like really what the franchise needs. Cause it's like, we keep getting the same people and Ty Lue, what they said in the interview is, oh, he really wowed us with how much he said he cared about the organization and how much the organization meant to him. Like, yeah, because he was a Laker. Like, you know what I'm saying? If that's what sold you, that's my biggest problem is, like, if that's what it sells you, like, that's a huge problem. I mean, I should probably be a Nike ambassador if, that, if I could do that. Like, <laughs> you know, like, Jesus, I got 300 pairs of Nikes. I, this is what really moves me. Like, although my room, my room was tripping, It's trying to vacuum by itself. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, you know, like that's my thing. Is like, he, Talu, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it, he's he's that ne- he's never been. A, I just want to know what we're gonna do post LeBron. Like, this is my thing. Is I don't want another coach in three years. You know, I don't want to keep bouncing coaches.
4: If we just worry about what we're going to do, like, post-Kobe and post-LeBron, we're going to miss, on, miss out on when he's actually here playing. And since he's here, we all knew that once he got here, it was only a matter of time before he brought in, in quote-unquote, his coach. And his coach was Ty Lue, you know? He, he started the season in Cleveland. He didn't want to tank. The organization wanted to tank, so they fired him. He's been sitting at home on a paid vacation all year. I'm not going to go work and lose that check if I can get sit at home for free and just sit back and pick the job I want, especially in coming back to L.A., that was it, it's, it's literally the best move for the team right now. As long as we have LeBron, we need to keep him happy and get someone that knows how he needs it to go for, for him to be successful, and that's just not how it went this year.
3: But then who do we get free agent-wise? Because now, that's what I'm saying, this is not attractive to free agents. Harry Irving. But Kyrie Irving left that situation. You think he really wants to come back to the situation that he left? He literally yeah, left that situation. Enough. I know, I, I understand that, but he can still, he can opt to pretty much go to any team that he wants to go to and not have to come back to the same situation that he left, right?
4: That's true, but I think he's got some time to, to realize that, hey, you know what? It, it, the, the grass isn't always greener.
3: Now, I don't think he believes that because he's a flat earther, so. <laughs> So let
2: me go back. Okay. Let me go back to our. Let me go back to this one subject, so we can move on to the second subject. So overall consensus, Monty Williams, we dodged a bullet.
4: Dodged a bullet. I mean, that's how so I, I say-
2: feel. That's you know me, Jay, Josh. Y- y- you Josh as want- weak. You want, he wants, out. he wants, we missed out. Um, Ty Tyloo. So, with that said, given that's what we're getting, um, how is he a perfect fit, Jay? Explain this to everybody.
4: Exactly. He knows how to win with LeBron. He knows what LeBron needs around him to win. You know, like the, the, old, the old regime, well, the old regime, Magic Johnson wanted to bring in playmakers, which was a, a horrible fail this season. If if you bring in Tyloo, he's gonna push for the players that he wants, and that I'm sure that was part of the the deal of him coming aboard. Is that look? If you hire me, I need to be able to pick some players. It can't just be all you guys, because you don't know how to win with LeBron. I do. I've done it. We beat the seventy three and nine Warriors down three one. I came back and did that as the coach. That's why okay. it's a perfect
3: fit. Okay, but that ruins organizations, because look. They came in and told – let LeBron get the players that he wanted. They shipped off all their young players to get all veterans. If that's what they're going to do, we're going to be screwed. We're going to be cool for the next one or two years, and then we're screwed again. So it's like we're, we're going to set ourselves back. That's what happened yes. in Cleveland. They set themselves back. I don't want to set myself back for, to maybe win one, cha- one more championship within the next 15 years.
4: You'll be the first one celebrating if you win a championship, and we'll deal with the rest when it happens.
3: No, nah. <laughs> I'm looking at the bigger picture,
1: man. Um,
4: no. Okay, if we're going to go down the bigger picture road, then we might as well just trade LeBron and just get some assets back.
2: Very true.
4: But we're here, we're now, we're LeBron for the next two to three years. So we might as well try and get some chips while he's here. Otherwise, it was all for nothing.
3: See, but then <sighs> – like I said, we're gonna trade up all we're gonna trade up our future. You know what I'm well, saying? Well and
4: that's where the front office comes into effect. We have to trust Rob Planka the new <laughs> okay <president laughs> to really set us up for the future. <laughs> I am trying to say <laughs> that was <with> <laughs> office, but <laughs> okay, okay, hear me out, hear me out. Okay. Look, in two to three years when LeBron's gone and they end up firing Ty Lue because LeBron's gone, by then. We'll fire Rob Blinka and we'll bring in someone else and we'll have to start over from scratch. But at that point, maybe we'll have another free agent or, or two to build around when those guys step away.
2: I mean, that's, that's I mean, yeah, I mean, long term, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to be a party pooper or be like, oh, okay, whatever. I don't care about the long term. The next three years, we got LeBron, period. He's committed. So in the next yep. three years, what, what's the fastest way to a championship? You know, Ty unfortunately, you know, he may be the
4: guy. He's the best coach out there for LeBron right now. You can't say, say that's wrong.
3: Yeah, he, you're right. He is the best coach out there for LeBron. Um,
4: that's who we have,
3: unless we look at Spolstra. <laughs>
4: well, why would Tolstra want to leave Miami?
3: Because <laughs> Dwayne's gone, bro. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing left. There's nothing left there. No more ties. It's
4: still, it's still Miami.
3: I know. I'm just messing with you. But like, I don't know. I understand what you guys are saying. I completely understand what you're saying. I just hate to see it like like that. Like you know, like because we we went over this topic already of how we let go of our good player of our young players a year too soon. And I see this happening again. When I seen that Lou was going to be, you know, they're eking the deal, I was like, here we go. You know what I'm saying? We're going to start moving pieces that we don't need to move because this is what they're going to know. This is what they know. This is how LeBron's <laughs> going to win. LeBron doesn't want to play with young players. LeBron wants established veterans, right? Okay, so. so what
4: if we package the young guys and go get Bradley Beal? He's only 25. He's still young and in his own right.
2: Hey, 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 hey. Hold on.
4: Sorry. Hey, am I jumping ahead? Yes. So we already discussed Ty Lue. He's stuck
2: there. So, back yet. god back goddamn it! Of them, damn you, how to slow you the fuck down? So <laughs> I'm gonna put this question out there like this, because I'm I'm a I'm gonna say it how Josh said Josh would feel if and when we sign Ty Lue, because nothing's official as of this point. If the Lakers strike out on all the A-list reagents this yeah. offseason – Who's going to be our next best option? Jay, why don't
4: you talk about Bradley fucking Beal? Well, Bradley Beal is not a free agent. (laughs) We have to trade for him, obviously. But the next – so are we considering Jimmy Butler an A-level free agent or is he the next tier down?
2: He's a B-level player just because of his attitude, my personal.
4: I I would take Jimmy Butler right now in a a snap of a finger. That dude is just balling out for Philadelphia right now in the playoffs when it counts.
2: But can he play with
4: LeBron? Who's out there that, that, that's played with LeBron besides, like, a Kevin Love? And I don't want Kevin Love. He's, he's too old, dude. He's past, he's past it.
3: He, Jimmy Butler can't play with LeBron because Jimmy Butler doesn't really like to play off the ball. He likes to create for himself. So that'll be – we have to get somebody that can play off the ball because no matter how much LeBron says he doesn't want the ball in his hands, that's the only thing he knows. So we've got to get players that are going to play off the ball.
4: Well, the really the only one that does that that's a free agent would probably be Clay Thompson, and I don't know that he's leaving.
2: Yeah, I don't know if he's leaving either.
4: I mean, I would love to get Kawhi. I, that's but but we're not talking about the A level, that Right, we're talking about if we miss on if we miss on Kawhi, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, the rest of the the the, the fucking K free agents, then it's like the Tobias Harris, the Jimmy Butler. Uh, who else is a fucking B-level free agent? Like, a, like a Kimbo Walker.
2: Somebody's dog is snoring like a motherfucker. Uh,
3: a pun. He's out. <laughs> uh, he's
4: knocked out. Bring your dog to work there.
3: Right. Hey, stop snoring over there. Hey, I got, got him now, stopped. I'm
4: trying kind to of sleep.
3: Right.
4: <laughs> Nine o'clock. Go to your room. <laughs> What do you think, Roger? Who do you think that we could get, or who would be the best free agent that's not a that's not an A-lister?
2: Oh man, realistically, I'm trying not to even, think.
4: Not even realistically, like who would you want to come here? Not who, not who would like maybe sign the contract, but who do you think that would, would actually that that you would want to see on this team that's not an A-list free agent to come play with LeBron? Mind you, if we get a non-max level player, we can use extra money on some some like extra role players like a Danny Green or some, some type of player like that.
1: I
3: know. My pick would be Patrick Beverly because he's a free agent. Yeah. Bad choice.
2: I mean, realistically, we need – I mean, I'm going to bounce this question off both of you guys because I'm just thinking right now, going back and forth in my head. I'm thinking that the best type of player we need right now is, you know, is some sort of scrappy point guard, you know, that that can, again, bring the ball up when he needs to, but can also get in there and get in the paint and get a couple of rebounds here and there, you know what I'm saying, that's going to be able to defend some of the larger point guards in the league. You know, and damn it, Josh, I mean – yeah, P B is the first person that comes to migrate when he said that. I mean, I don't know anybody else you guys think of.
4: He's the 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 player that has the most dog in him as far as defense is Yeah,
3: especially like you said like B level. Like
4: Well he's like a C or B level. He's he ain't no B level, but he's like a nice fill in player. Touch Beverly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him on the level of, of, of a Jimmy Butler. That's for sure. Yeah. No,
3: not know.
4: I, I mean,
2: Jimmy Butler. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Patrick. Patrick Beverly is showing is showing a lot. He showed definitely a lot in these playoffs. I mean, again, I mean, I'm I'm still thinking about one of these decent. I mean, shit. Mm-hmm.
4: Now what if we get like a like a shooter like a Seth Curry? Not Steph, but but brother Seth. He's an unrestricted free agent coming up here. That's not a, uh, what
2: about JJ Reddick? That's 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 who I was thinking about. What about JJ Reddick?
3: The, the thing about JJ Reddick is J.J. J. J. Reddick's gonna keep taking those one year expensive contracts. And like like what did he get? Like one year seventeen million? Like he's yep. gonna keep he's gonna keep getting contracts like that just because uh he can come off that but I think Corver is going to be a free agent after this year too, though. Oh my god!
4: <laughs> so, so let me get this straight: you don't want Tyloo as the coach, but you want Kyle Corver to come and play?
3: No, no, I'm doing. <laughs> if we have Tyloo as a coach, I'm not talking. If we didn't have Tyloo as a coach, I wouldn't want Kyle Corver.
1: Okay,
4: but that wasn't part of the question.
2: I <laughs> mean, <laughs> how? How? Bring Angelo Russell back.
3: Um, and I the thing about it is, like, I really would be point guard loaded though, right? Because we got no, ball, you just
4: move him to the two,
3: D'Angelo Russell to the shoot. two. Yeah,
4: yeah,
2: that's what I'm that's what I was like, hmm,
3: is it gonna be that's the... what I wanted to
4: all he... along? Like, when we lo- when we landed Lonzo in the draft, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be great. Lonzo at the one, move Delo to the two. He likes to shoot. Alonzo likes to pass. It's a match made in heaven. And then they fucking traded his ass.
2: I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, either PB. I mean, I mean, I don't think DeAndre Russell would happen. Let's just be realistic. You know what I'm saying? No, he's
4: a free cool. agent. So, basically, anything that we offer Russell, he can just go back to the pets and be like, hey, just give me that same contract. Yep.
3: You yeah, know. and I, you know. I don't think he would come back just because he's salty. Like,
4: Oh, yeah, he he's definitely salty. You know. Definitely. Like, you shit me Played at New Jersey, that's some bullshit.
2: I mean, there's also rumors, you know, out there that, you know, Nikola Vucevic is, you know, thinking about the Lakers as well. I mean, there's all these different types of, you know,
3: people that are open out there, you know. I mean, we can go figure out how to get Brooke Lopez back. He made 173 three-pointers this year.
4: No, <laughs> uh, if I'm Brooke Lopez, I'm staying right there in L.A. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, you win it, yeah.
4: That shit. The way that everyone's playing, they might just go win the whole fucking oh. thing.
2: That's what I've been saying. Yeah. When,
4: when did you say? that?
0: Mother,
2: really, bro? You going you gonna do that to me? Uh, I'm just giving you a hard time. Buddy. Come on. All right, so, all right, now we got, now i got a good question. I already, I already know my answer to this one, so I'm going to ask you guys. All right. All right, give me your, your Lakers all-time starting five.
4: Josh, you want to go first?
3: Lakers all-time starting five. So, just putting any together or ones that actually were starting five? Ones that actually can no. work.
2: I want. I want a working. I mean, do you want me to give you mine, and then you guys can go off of that? I mean, I want a working starting five.
4: So, so basically, you can't. It, it's got to be whoever's ever worn a Laker uniform uh-huh. at the at yep. the guards position, the forwards position, and the center position. They're, if the they if, can, if, can, if they can play that
2: position, yes, sir. Okay. All
3: right. Yeah, you go. You can go ahead. Go first, Roger. All right.
2: So I got I got Kobe at the one. LeBron at the two, Magic at the three, oh Shaq at the god. four. Oh my god! And Will at the five.
4: Killing me, bro. Wait, Magic's not the point guard. Nope. You're putting you're putting Kobe Bryant as the point guard. Mm-hmm. Kobe, no pass Bryant as
3: the point guard. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. So this will be mine. I'm going, mine is a little bit different, but kind of the same premise. I'm going Magic at the one. I'm going Kobe at the two. I'll go LeBron at the three. I'll go Kareem at the four and Shaq at the five. Unstoppable.
4: No love for Will Chamber.
3: Unstoppable. Kareem and Shaq. Unstoppable. Like.
4: Okay. So, ah. um, are, are we taking into account how they play the NBA today? Or is it just like back in the day? Like, am I trying to win the championship this year with the Lakers team? Or is this just like the best five players to ever wear the uniform?
2: Uh, the best five. And I'm going to tell you right now, Wilt Chamberlain. Coming in playing right now at the five is going to fucking dominate. I don't give a shit
4: what anybody says. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So th- th- this this is, I mean, we almost have the same order or the same players. But I don't know why you, you're putting Magic at the three. Because Kobe, think about it. Anytime Kobe I... played like in like, a, uh, like an all-star game, he wasn't a Yo. fucking ball hog, bro. You got to get in where you fit in. Magic needs to run the point. Well, okay, so first of all,
2: it's an
3: opinion, bitch, and
2: I won't fucking Kobe do it.
3: The, the Rockets just beat Golden State.
2: Uh-oh.
3: Series is Only tied. By four?
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. Wait, Golden State almost had a chance to tie it. Uh, Durant missed a three, and then Steph Curry missed a three. It would have yeah. tied the game up. What's well,
2: right. so the breaking oh. news? Uh, Kevin Durant's coming to the Lakers. Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't get me
4: started, Roger. I swear to God, we said we're gonna sorry. Talk about it. It's <laughs> like we have that reported anywhere. We're just don't talking nonsense. Roger, you know, you know, I will go off on a tangent.
2: Nine, eight, eight, eight. <laughs> no burner accounts, bro. Just the real, just the real. Okay, okay.
4: Well, the Lakers all-time starting five. Yes,
2: yeah. back on track.
4: Okay, got to go with Magic at the one. Whatever. He run. He's the he's the best point guard of all time. You you can't deny that.
2: No, you can't, but I just said what the fuck I
4: wanted, so go ahead. Okay. At the two, I'm going Jerry West. Wow. Oh white. Oh white. I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. Hey. He's 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 a, a great shooter, right? That's what you want as as your two guard. At All right, the guys. three at the three, I'm going Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant can play the small forward any day of the week. He's got the size, the strength. Everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the four, we're gonna go Wilt Chamberlain. Enough said. At the five at Shaq. No one's beating that team. Ever.
2: you got Wilt at seven one at the four?
4: Yeah. Stretch four. Mmm. Shaq and Wilt down low. Who's who's even gonna make a layup on the
3: yes. <laughs> yes. team? I'm taking am I'm taking Shaq out and I'm moving Kareem to my five and I'm putting Carl Malone at the four. Oh, this my- dude!
2: <laughs> <laughs> a disrespectful. This <laughs> <laughs> Can you really believe we brought up Karl Malone
3: when
2: we were talking about Magic <laughs> <laughs> Johnson same- in the same
3: podcast? I, that is, that is, that is uh, blasphemous. Hey, I, I'm taking I'm taking LeBron out. I'm moving Kobe and I'm putting Gary Payton at the point guard and I'm putting <laughs> oh, Magic Johnson. I'm on this dude right now. <laughs> The glove. I'm getting him when he was the glove, though. Not when he was the mitten. No, when he, he was the glove.
4: How he, <laughs> the <laughs> how he played in the Lakers uniform. <laughs> <laughs> his <laughs> his over,
3: his overpaid
4: ass as a, as a Laker.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, man. I'm taking Kobe off the three and I'm putting Robert Ori in his place. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Smush, I mean, Parker, Smush one. Parker.
4: Smush <laughs> Parker.
3: Smush Parker at the one. Smush at the one. Nick...
4: Nick Van Exel the two. Fidel three at the two. We're going to run some uh, Cedric Sambales at the three. Eldon Campbell at the four. And Vlade at the five. Beat that team.
3: Uh, uh, first of all, I'm putting Mike Pemberthy at my one. You guys are tripping.
4: All right, Last one to pass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he came straight out of a UPS uniform, homie.
4: <laughs> but, but Jerry West. Give me some Mike Pemberthy at my team. <laughs>
3: As a matter of fact, we should just see if he's still playing. Uh, see if we can my get come on,
4: our podcast anytime you want, buddy. Come on, come on over.
2: <laughs> oh man! All right. So going into well, the last thing we got to talk about tonight, guys, uh, let's let's get into some mail we got from a couple of our. Uh, well, let's just do let's just do one tonight. All right, uh-huh. let's do one. Let's do one. So we got uh we got uh, some mail sent to us from our uh, Twitter at uh, lakers unfiltered or unfiltered lakers unfiltered podcast lakers unfiltered the tweeter well, yeah tweeter sorry it's fucking late now <laughs> the tweeter's uh, here it came out from a guy named uh chewy rodriguez and chewy wanted to ask uh what was our best lakers moment where and what was your greatest all-time laker memory so, me being the uh, guy obviously reading the question, I'll answer the first question. Well, let's see here. So, um, mine would have to be, and I actually still have this T-shirt, um, from the 91-92 playoffs. Uh, it was uh, Lakers and Chicago. So my mom got me tickets to, uh, well, she took me to game four. So, now, I was probably like wow. 12 years old. Yeah, game four man. At the forum, at the forum. So, anybody Damn. that's ever been to the forum knows that, you know, whatever time your game is, it didn't matter if it was, you know, a mid-afternoon game or an evening game. You know, seven, seven thirty, you'd come out to your car and there'd be a shit ton of pigeons, just, <laughs> you know, just p- pigeons and seagulls all in that parking lot for whatever reason. For whatever reason, your car is yeah. full of shit. I don't know how it happened, but whatever it did. So, anyways. Um, Game four, Lakers lost. Whatever. Still, you know, we're in the two hundred section. Which any seat at the Forum was was fucking amazing. Good yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing. You know, my mo- my mom, you know, did what she could. I don't know how the hell she hustled up the money to get me those tickets or get us those tickets, but yeah. And then uh, I was already a Lakers fan, but that kind of cemented it. That was, you know. I can't tell you how many other countless late games we've all been to as brothers, you know, even together, you know. uh, But nothing would top that one.
4: It was just
3: fucking amazing. i my a little... Okay,
4: so I wasn't at this game, but I was at my grandma's house watching the game against the Sacramento Kings, where Vlade tapped it out to Robert Ori, and he hit that game-winning three. Mm -hmm. I was sitting in the living room Mind you, there's a ceiling fan going above me, right? Yeah. So I've never never done this before. Never really done it since. I was super into that game. When he hits that shot, I jump out of the chair. I throw my hand up like, yeah, we we did it. And when I threw my hand up, it got caught in the ceiling fan. (laughs) That shit hurt like a son of a bitch. But it didn't matter because we won the fucking game and we beat the Sacramento Kings. True. Motherfucker. I think I just made Josh speechless. I know, right? He's like, "Oh my god, that was amazing!" I I can't top that. I'm out of here. (laughs) Can't even, can't even top that moment. No, he's like, "That's uh, that's too much."
2: He's not a shock. He was just so overwhelmed with emotion.
4: Yeah, he was just really emotional. That whole thing. Yeah, I think
2: so. Hello? Josh, you back? Yeah, yeah. That... Okay. I was like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I thought you were just overcome with emotion from Jay's story. Say,
3: yeah. <laughs> I, I hit my hand on the center fan. that's what happened. I had to cut off you know, real God, quick. It. It hurts, huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. For me, mine definitely was, because I'm a huge Kobe fan, it was when Chris Bosch's, I think it was his fiance at the time, before they were married, was sitting courtside talking shit to Kobe. And he was like, you don't want to do that. And then he erupted for 81. Like, ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's when you knew. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, all right. <laughs> like, because it's crazy because most, most players, when people get into their head, they end up having a bad game because they're in their head, you know? For him, it was the opposite. And it was funny because, like, they would still show that to this day when he told her, you don't want to do that, when she was talking shit. And I was just like, here it goes. Mamba mentality. (laughs)
4: Like,
3: that was the best. the last
4: person you want to talk to.
3: Exactly. Yeah, you couldn't –
2: I mean, there is – Ah, damn it. There's not a person in the game – and that goes to the reason why I want Kobe running my motherfucking point. There is not a person in the game that doesn't just think the way he thinks and can take over at any point in time in a game, let alone with the bonus hand with four other players that are amazing. I don't know. Okay, don't hold know. on, hold on,
4: hold on. I, I got to stop you there. Ah, shut look. up. Because look, look, Magic Johnson's, Magic Johnson's whole thing was getting everyone else in the game. Mm-hmm. If you got Kobe at the point, you got four guys just standing around looking at their nails the whole game. Not, no, no, not with yes. oh, no, whatever. I'm gonna argue with with the Mamba mentality that he has of being like that. At, find Smush Parker on Twitter, ask him how it felt to not get the ball ever because he's sorry. <laughs> I
2: mean, I'm sure he'll tell me. I mean, I'm sure there's a possibility. You know, I could probably actually get a hold of him. But that's neither. Yeah. That's neither here nor
4: there. I mean, I think he works at Walmart now. Actually, no. I'm pretty sure I saw him at Walmart last week. Which one? The one in Foothill Ranch. Yeah, he was checking my receipt as I went out. Wow. I was like, "Yeah, mama mentality, bitch." Mm.
3: <laughs> it was. It was uh, Smush Parker and Booby Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> what was that one door? <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely never, ever,
2: never, ever getting either one of those guys on our podcast now. Thank I think you. we can do it. I think
3: we can boogie. I mean, his name is Booby.
2: I'm sure we could reach out to him. Definitely. At the real Smush Parker. Yeah.
4: Does he <laughs> have a Twitter? I mean,
2: he's,
4: he's got to be out there somewhere.
2: He's got to have a Facebook.
4: Hold on, I'm, I'm going to like, No. Oh. A MySpace.
3: A MySpace, yes. I'm going to hit him on the Google machine. Let's see where he's at. Smush.
4: We're all all Googling Smush Parker right
3: now. William Henry Smush Parker. Where's he at? He is playing at Itole Sportive de Rades. He's number five. He's a combo guard.
2: Oh, so he's playing in the Mexican Basketball League. So he's one of those like – I watched a documentary on those. He's one of those, uh, like Damn. basketball players for hire.
3: Man, said, this dude—he was on the
4: Kyle Lowry. He,
3: he was on the Los Angeles Superstars. I don't even know what the hell that is.
4: What the fuck is that? That sounds like a team I can make.
3: Dude, that check man? this out. Check this out. From he got drafted in 2002 to th- two thousand two to two, 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking around reading these Mexican names and give me an accent. <laughs> so he's been 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 teams from 2002 to 2018.
2: <laughs> hey, hey. Coming soon to the big three near you, Smush Parker.
3: <laughs> oh, shit. Coming to the YMCA near you, Smush Parker.
4: We can get him on our podcast. we more confident now. Hey, you got to find his ass first. You got to be able to speak Spanish
3: to get him on the podcast now. <laughs> his, his, his Wikipedia says he played in the NBA, the NBA D-League, and several leagues overseas. <laughs> Jesus
4: Christ.
3: <laughs> oh, shit.
4: I'm good. I don't want him on the podcast. He's, he's gonna talk shit about Kobe the whole time. So,
3: I think so, we okay. should get him. Come We're on, smooch.
4: Like a little bit. Hey, if you can track him down, because he doesn't even have a Twitter account, dude. I not I've been trying to look for him. He doesn't have a Twitter account.
3: He he hangs out with Jamario Moon. Maybe he's gonna go to the big three. Jamario Moon yeah. plays on the uh, Three Headed Monsters in the Big Three.
4: See, never know.
2: No, well, I thought you said Jackie.
3: <laughs> he's, he's on the tropics.
4: They fucking think Jackie.
3: Have a read. It says ELE. ELE. E-L-E. <laughs> Everyone's up. Everyone. Mr. Parker Elite. That, uh, I, I, I... that, that is hilarious. Retired Too funny, dude.
4: I, I, on his Instagram page. What? This can't really be him. He's following 20,000 people on Instagram. He got nothing but time. You found him? Yeah, on Instagram, I think. I don't fucking know. Could be a fake page for I know. But it, it says, retired NBA veteran. Then list the Cavs, the Pistons, the Suns, the Lakers, the Heat, and the Clippers from all of his, uh, his fucking uh, NBA teams.
2: Doesn't it say already soon to be on
4: uh, Lakers Unfiltered podcast? Smush has put on about sixty-five pounds. You wouldn't recognize his ass.
3: He's hanging out with Lenny Cook.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, Lenny uh, Cook, man.
4: Here, here. Here's here's one of his his uh, posts. Some will never be a fan or appreciate what accomplished because they wish it was them. That was doing what you are doing. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. I don't want his ass on the podcast. Fuck Smush.
3: Oh, yeah, but in it, it says they won't support you because they want your position in this Laker uniform. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, how that work out for you, Smush?
3: I'm going to go ahead and DM him, see if we can set something up.
4: Lie. Let's get him on, on the
2: podcast. Fuck
3: it. Well, I, I clicked it. out, and there's a girl on there putting her legs behind her head. Actually, a human pretzel on the fitness world page In other news. Um, Let's and, uh, do this.
2: Let's do this. Cause you have, you have the information and I don't, can you, yes, can you yes. give the people, Josh, can you give the people a little insight on what our cousin does and tell them a little bit about his organization?
3: All right. Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to tell you guys that, but first I'm going to tell you guys that Sway Lee from race murder has a Thanos hand and he's trying to pick up a bottle of crystal on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> i figured that was really vital information before i got started I, <laughs> what i needed More to go through is... <laughs> yes but um no important. so he owns um it's called bridgewater elite hold on let me i'll give him a quick shout out on um it's bridgewater.performance on instagram um what he does is he owns a training facility and uh he trains. He has a lot of basketball players, um, MMA fighters. He's actually partnered up with Anthony Pettis, who is a former champ in the UFC and uh, still a current UFC fighter. Um, so half of his gym is a uh, MMA gym. It's in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. But he's been training Tyler Harrow since Tyler Harrow was a sophomore at Whitnall High School in Hell's Corners, Wisconsin. I think it's a Hell's Corner. Yeah, in Hell's Corners, Wisconsin. Um, so we all know Tyler went ahead and declared for the draft, and Jade, being the the uh, the guru that he is behind the internet, went out and found a little thing of how he, Tyler was saying, or how they were saying Tyler would be a great fit for the Lakers system because of Marksman, a three point shooter. So, what we did, or what I did, is I reached out, and sometime soon, we will have an exclusive interview with Tyler Harrell. Whether he comes to the Lakers or not, he's a draft prospect (laughs) coming in. What? Yeah, so we will have an interview coming up very soon.
4: Way to bury the lead. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the rest of this shit? That was important right there. Podcast.
3: Yeah, so we're going to get it out. Um, I don't know if you guys want to do that one via this app or if you guys want to do it, like, we can figure out how to Skype it. If you guys want to see face-to-face, we'll do it, you know, both figure out how to do the audio this way and that way, and that way we can get them all up and, you know, maybe throw some exclusive content on our Twitter.
2: Would he be upset if I'm shirtless in the podcast? Because I do everything <laughs> in
3: the stew. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you got to be pantsless, but you got to be uh, – only for nipples up. M- m- up? <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, my wife always says I always have my hands on my balls. I don't know why. So if he if
3: he's okay with seeing a little bit of that, I'm down for the Skype version. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bro. I mean, I was hoping Just so because I was going to wear a jersey dress, a Harold jersey dress. for the... <laughs> <laughs> What? Can you order me one? I got you, bro. Coming straight from China. I got to connect.
2: Yeah, so Anything if it says 2X, mean? can you make sure it's actually like a 3?
3: Because you like, know it's going to be small. It's a 2X slim. Oh,
2: okay, cool. I don't, I don't want my nipples hanging out, but I want my business to look big.
3: It's you European I have
2: kids because I refer to it as business. <laughs> yes, yeah,
3: so, yeah. So we'll get that coming up soon, um, and we'll definitely keep everybody informed and let you guys know what day that podcast is going to be. He's kind of busy right now, getting ready to go into pre-draft. So, um, I reached out to my source and told him whenever he has the time. <laughs> And he said that definitely, for sure, it's a go. So we just, you know, got to hopefully get the time. And I told him we want to do it before the draft. So he said he'll make sure that he makes at least 30, 45 minutes for us before the draft. So uh, we'll have have to do it probably on a weekend just because they are two hours ahead of us. And we do start our podcast late. So it'll probably be like on a weekend. So maybe we can all get together and do it like together and just have him on. So, you know, we're on the same room or whatever. Uh, We just fly to
2: Wisconsin.
3: We can do that too. We can always do that. Write it off as a business expense.
2: I'm down. <laughs> I'm down.
3: Yeah. So yeah, so that one's that one's gonna go down for sure. I tried to get Dennis Robin, but he never showed up for his massage.
2: Do <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, people, the my brother honest. is a massage therapist, so ladies, men, he takes care of all.
3: I <laughs> do. Judgment free zone.
2: Mm-hmm. Judgment free zone.
3: <laughs> Yeah, so we'll, we'll guys, get to, we'll guys, get that in the books.
2: Yeah, nice. with that said, guys, uh, I think we should wrap this bad boy up, put this baby to bed. Thank you guys for listening. I know it's a longer one than we're uh, usually than we usually do, but we had a lot of shit to talk about, and we kind of miss y'all. So we out,
4: we out. See you guys next time.
3: Late.